dicey performance is recorded at Umeå Folkuniversitetet. It contains adult themes and adult language. Hello everybody and welcome back to Dicey Performance Apocalypse World. Spooky. I I feel like I feel like only Two out of the three people in the room joined in for that one. <laughs> do we want to do another another take? Welcome to Apocalypse World. <laughs> that's that's better. Hi, welcome back. Thanks. How's life? How are things? Is crying acceptable? Uh, crying is only acceptable if it's your birthday and you do it if you want to. Oh, is it your birthday? No, it's in two weeks. Oh. Well, I mean, happy birthday in advance, or very far in the past, I guess, when, <laughs> when this episode is released. Time is relative. We'll be fine. It's true. It's true. Speaking of relatives, this podcast features storyteller, art director, and shoe wearer, Jakob Sevstin. And with me, I have a glorious cast, consisting of... Verona. Alexander. And Gelda. Hi, Gelda. Hi. As a um, eagle-eared listener might have noticed, we are missing a name today because our dear friend Francois Slops is busy getting an education as a doctor. Why? I know, right? Yeah. We all make mistakes. It's, you know. it's true. But don't worry. Nothing has happened to Francois in the story. It's just that these... A couple of episodes are going to focus on events that don't really have anything to do with him as a person. And he will return. And hopefully he will still have an establishment by the time he returns. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how that one goes. I think we should just like jump right into it. And because this is like the start of a new session, I know that both uh, Alexander and Verona have dice rolls to do. Mm -hmm. Sure. Gotta see how the old cult is doing. Uh, you want to start start out, Alexander? Sure. <laughs> that is an eight. Ooh. What do you get on an eight? Uh, on an eight, I get... Let's see here. Uh, they have surplus, but choose one want. Okay, so what are your surplus? Uh, I think my surplus, given the where we left off last time, is growth. Okay. It yeah. Is, uh, so, so your cult has grown, but it also has one of the wants. Mm -hmm. Which, which one? Uh, it remains s diseased. Okay. The fire plague the ravages. The fire plague remains a factor in the lives of the cult. Okay. Uh, and then we move on to Verona. You wanna, you wanna roll? Yeah. <coughs> yeah. I don't know what happened to my <laughs> voice. Sorry. <laughs> I got an eight as well. Ooh, look at that. Uh, so you also get surplus. What's your yeah. surplus? I've got a two barter. Yeah. So you add two barter to your inventory because you're like the production of, uh, of the hardhold has supplied you with more stuff. So you just get two more barter to spend on stuff. Okay. And then you have to pick one of the wants. So in total, I have like four barters though. If you had two before, then yes. Okay, cool. I'm new to this guy, sorry. That's fine. We're all we're all learning. And then I had a want. Yes, one of your wants. Which one? Obligation. You want you want to take your take your holding from savage to obligation for this session? Oh, so I wouldn't have savage and no. obligation. No. Uh, oh. Or do you want to keep 
savage because uh, like Bright Spider kept the the disease. Okay. Yeah, like, exactly. Like no matter what I picked, I would have been keeping something because shit was going down. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But so yes, you pick like at the start of every session, your old wants mm. like timeout, and you make the new roll to see what the situation is like now. Okay. Um, yeah, I can keep the savagery, I think. You're keeping savagery? I think, yeah. Great. <laughs> the army is still rampaging. Woo, I mean, I would too, so... Yeah, it's yeah. it's fair. It's fair. And uh, Tialda, unfortunately, you have no, no pre-game dice rolls. Which is good. You need to get a gang. Why? <laughs> I don't know. What does more one need with people? More guns? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's hey, always kid, want to join a cult? <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's not a no. <laughs> <laughs> Laughter is agreement. No, 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 no. All right. Well, do we feel like with that we want to jump back into it and start the episode? Yay! Does anyone remember what happened in the last episode and want to kind of catch us up with the current situation? Like, where are we right now before we start? Everyone except Cindy wants to kill Ken. Yes. And what does Cindy want to do? She wants to have a talk with Camo about the current situation uh, because everyone's being a savage. It's true. And also, I think, doesn't Fluffy Betty have something going on as well from the last episode? Oh, yes. I'm in contract with uh, Bright Spider over there. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. To kill Cat. To kill Cat, yeah. <laughs> Very obvious. I mean, I mean, we're a little bit of a one-track-minded <laughs> group here today. Really? Uh, <laughs> Which is fine. I mean, Ken only like provides you with all of your heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, right? Yeah, it'll be it'll be fine. Yeah, you might have to think it over. But I don't know. I think I think the power plant or like the water pumps provide us with the heat. Ken just extorts us for the heat. We'll be better off without Ken. Trust me. That's a that's a mm-hmm. that's an argument. Uh, that's it, definitely. Yeah. And all right. Well, I think that we should start with the um, the conversation with Camo. I think that's a good place to pick up. So. So do I. Cindy. Yes. As the camera cuts from the intro, we hear the whooshing of the eternal snowstorm, and we hear. Piercing that sound is the muffled sounds of screams. And the camera pans in on a like helicopter shot over uh, what used to be the area of Umio known as Badiham. Yeah. And we see you, Cindy, and you have been looking for camo and have found out that without basically while you've been out away talking to Francois Slops. Camo has taken two-thirds of your army and is currently uh, raiding in the slums. And who do you have with you as we, as we see you here? Because you know that they're like, you hear the sound of the screaming and you know that it's your army causing some shit. Yes. <laughs> oh. Who I have with me? Yeah, are you by yourself, like out in the snow looking for camo, or are you like escorted by someone, or like what? What do we see when we when we see Cindy here? She's alone. Okay. Yes, and she's very, very mad and angry. Okay. And hungry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, so what do you do? Paint, paint the scene. What's going on? So. I can still hear the voices and I'm walking, more like stamping 
over there. Yeah. Stomping. Stomping. Yeah. Stomping over there in a rush, trying to hold in my rage. Yeah. So I don't kill anyone. <laughs> As I approach them, I can hear them screaming and laughing and be like, "Oh, hey, man." Look, I found this. Yeah, we see Rolf Ball, like the, the squirrely guy who tried to steal an assault rifle last time. He just, he's standing with a group of other people around him, uh, holding up what looks like a, um, like a machete. And everyone's like, fuck yeah, Rolf Ball, you got it. And, and he's holding it like, damn right. And I will use this tool to acquire us anything we fucking want. And I just walk up behind him. Yeah. Grab a fistful of his hair and pull his head back and and ask him, "You're gonna do what now?" You are going aggro, on on Rolf Ball here. Do I roll? Yes, you roll plus hard, which is I think your best stat. I got a seven plus two. That's nine. I got a nine. That's nine. Okay, so you say you're gonna do what? That's that was you like you pull him back. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, oh, fuck. Oh, Cindy. Shit. I'm sorry. I didn't mean, like, I didn't know you were here. Man, I thought, here, here. And, and he, like, hands you the machete. Mm. He's, he's like, I didn't mean to, to, to claim that I'm, like, I'm not taking any charge here. You show him what's what. And he tries to hand you the machete. Yeah. What do you do? I take the machete and throw it on the ground. Okay. Everyone looks a little confused. And then I start shouting at them. <laughs> What the hell are you guys doing? And I think we're going to keep golf, uh, Rolf Ball as the like mouthpiece here. So he go, he's like, well, Camo said that if we wanted to get some shit done, she heard that there were some people uh, keeping, you know, keeping their taxes away from us. So we came out here to show them a lesson. And I, and I, found, I found that. And he, he nods at the machete now laying in the snow. And we were thinking we were going to, you know, show them what's what. You know, show them why... They want to pay for the protection of Cindy Sweet's army, you know? That's very sweet of you, Rolf Ball. But that's not how we do it. I did not order this. Did anyone think to question Camo on this? Uh, not not really, no. And why is that? I mean, she's, like, like you're in charge, but, like, if, if you're, she's in charge when you're not, right? Have I been away? I, have I been to my summer house? You, you have a sub. You have a sub. Golf ball starts saying that, and someone else smacks golf ball. Uh, no, no, you've not been away. You've not been away. Then why didn't anyone think to question Camo? Uh, uh, he shrugs. She just takes a deep breath. Holds it in and then breathes out slowly to calm down. <laughs> and then she asks them what they found. <laughs> what did you guys find ex- except this machete? And I think this is where you get some of the like surplus that you got from your role. Like they, they put forward a, a bunch of stuff uh, mm. for you. And I ask, what proof do you have that these are committing tax fraud? Well, I mean, they had stuff and and like if they have stuff they should you know pay for our services everyone's allowed to have some stuff but did they have a lot of stuff yeah i mean you apart s- from this not not really no 
Return half of it and keep half of it. We keep the machete, keep the swords, keep the guns. Return the food. Roll leadership. I got a four. You got a four? Can you tell me what it says? It's one of your skills. Uh, when you have to order your gang to advance, regroup, hold position, hold discipline, or put the damn backs into it, roll plus hard. On a hit, they do it. On a ten plus, they snap to take plus one forward. On a miss, they do it, but you'll hear about it later. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So they do it. They do it. They they do what you mm, want. Yeah. And um, they put some stuff back. You want to go talk to Camo? She's around. Hell yeah, I do. Okay, so where do you confront Camo? I confront her in one of the apartments. Okay, yeah. So we we get in, and it's this like old, um, old like apartment building. It's about four stories tall, and almost all of the glass windows have been like shattered out and boarded up, and there is like frost creeping in through every opening. Uh, we see you walk into the room, your face half illuminated by a lit fire pit in the middle of the room. And you see Camo and I don't think we have any of your other soldiers named. So uh, we're just going to name another soldier real quick. We see Camo and Kettle and and they are they're sitting on the floor and they they have a couple of dice and they have some like scavenged loot in between them. And they seem to be like rolling dice for it. I walk in. And just stare at them. Okay. Uh, Until they notice me. So it takes maybe like five, six seconds. And then Kettle just like rolls dice. Scree- it goes like, oh, fuck. And then like throws his hands up and sees you. And just go like stumbles over on the floor like, oh, fuck. And Cam was like, what? What got into you? And turns around and sees you and like snaps to attention. Wow, you noticed me, finally. Hey, boss. Don't hey, boss me. What the fuck is going on? What the fuck did you do? Listen, and she, she looks around and she looks at Kettle and she just like snaps her fingers and Kettle like leaves the room. Like he, he and, and she goes, listen, I know this wasn't optimal, but the guys have been getting mighty fucking rowdy. And if they weren't going to, if they wouldn't be allowed to blow something up, they would blow themselves up. Okay, I just took a little charge and led a little mission. I appreciate that. I really do. But I just wish you could talk to me about it first. Someone could have gotten seriously hurt. We could have... Something could have... (laughs) There's more than one person seriously hurt. See, this is why we need to communicate. Also, who got hurt? Uh, Some civilians. They didn't belong to Kick Shirt or... No, Bright no, these are these anything. are our people. These are our people. Okay. Well, have them attend to them later on. But next time, I, I don't want this. We don't do this. I appreciate it, but I had it under control. People will start to think that I don't have anything under control. That I'm weak, and I'm not. You know this. I've been through a lot to get here, and I'm not letting one tiny weenie mission like this screw everything up for me she she nods good now you go back and make sure everyone behaves and like i said take care of the civilians yes ma'am good now leave 
she does. Good. And I think we we just leave on you standing in the room with this like crackling fire pit, <laughs> like looking pissed off. I assume. Very aesthetic. Yeah. Where do we want to go next? I imagine we can uh, drop in on a Bright Spider and Fluffy Better Junior, Junior, getting a bit of an idea of what they're up to. All right. Sure. Paint the paint the picture for me. For this, I figure that um, Bright Spider has offered an invitation to Fluffy Betty. How nice! To one of the uh, one of the like less populated little shacks that are still around after the collapse of civilization. Boarded up, you know, not not full of snow, but it is it is very clearly like a remnant of something that used to be. Yeah, and he is. I'm imagining there. it's yeah. one of the like old bike houses. So yes. there's like some rusted broken bikes just piled in the corner and a single mm-hmm. like naked light bulb hanging from a string is the thing illuminating the mm. room. And a, a very rough hewn like broken down table with two token chairs yeah. inside of there as well. And uh, I imagine Bright Spider would be um, waiting at oh. that point with two, uh, with two individuals who happen to be free. So it's Bright Spider... It's uh, Brickface, and it's Tum Tum mm-hmm. in the room right now. Okay. And then I guess the doors open. And I walk in. Well, first of all, I have to compliment on the bikes. Nice touch. Why, thank you. We'd hate to invite you somewhere where you didn't feel comfortable. Mm. Yes, perfect. Thank you. Uh, but rust and stagnation aside, I was hoping you and I could, um, well... Discuss our upcoming event aside from any prying ears. Smart. Mm. So, have you... um, You haven't had any hesitations, regrets about our deal so far? No, just a few questions. Well, I'd be a poor host if I didn't answer them. So, what exactly is the plan? Do we go for, like, a front-on attack? Or do we do, like, a distance thing? What's the idea? Uh, Well... What do you envision? As it stands, my um, intel is limited, as I'm sure you can understand, but mm. from what I know, Kent is busy in his little uh, holding, and I figured I would take, well, whatever of my devout children are available, as well as your own muscle, we would see about maybe sneaking in and putting an end to those vile machinations, though a problem has occurred. Well, as as I'm sure you're aware, you know, my family is very important to me, and I'd hate to um, throw them away carelessly. I have a potential plan, but it is risky, and therefore I figured we might go for something that has a more of a fallback to it. I'm thinking, you know, through a string or two, maybe we invite our lovely princess up in her castle to come and assist us with this. Mm. Smart. Well, that remains to be seen. She's not too fond of me. No, but she has power. She does. And, you know, I've been hearing, well, a bit of noise from downtown, shall we say, throughout the day. So I figured she appears to have a few men to make busy. Smart thinking. Indeed. And... Well, besides that, a frontal assault. Okay, head on. Mm -hmm. I like this. We can do with this. Mm -hmm. 
I don't think there should be that many. I mean, Kant's devo devoted are, well, they're certainly zealous in their belief, but there are not that many of them, as far as I'm aware. Hmm. And how trustworthy is this intel? Trustworthy, yes, accurate, perhaps. Hmm. Hmm. But, nevertheless, uh, I did also have, uh, you know, potentially a little question to ask. You do seem to have more guns than you know what to do with. I figured perhaps I could uh, borrow one, you know. I usually don't lower myself to the standards of uh, firearms. Be careful. I'm easily offended. Uh, no, you, you misunderstand me. I merely don't have the ability to use, utilize such a delicate instrument as well as you do. And Smart move. But in this situation, it feels prudent to come with something a bit more than a fist. Mm, yeah. Let's see when we get closer to the actual thing, right? Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, true, but perhaps some reassurance is all right. I'm not sure. I will let you know. Uh, all right. I guess that will be enough for the time being. I think so, too. Mm. Would you care to join me for our little talk? with her. I think that could be useful, yeah. Wonderful. You do pack a bit of uh, punch around here in more yeah. sense than one. So, uh, well, very well. Uh, gentlemen, shall we? Yeah, let's get going. I will say that the uh, the two cult members are currently wearing the the standard outfit for this, which is just whatever garbage they could find, cut uh, two holes yeah. in it, and have it over their head to conceal yes. identity. Yeah, I, I, I kind of get that vibe <laughs> as well from these people. Such high-quality cultists. Definitely. <laughs> a sack of potatoes is so versatile. It is. Apparently. Uh, so I guess we cut over to you talking to Cindy Sweet, then. <laughs> well, uh, if, if I'm let in to begin with. He is. <laughs> Very <laughs> hesitantly. And it's One only notice. because Fluffy Betty is with her. Mm -hmm. mm. Thank you. All right. So where Thanks. where does this does this take place in Cindy's like own quarters then or? No, she never lets anyone in her quarters. Right. That's too private. So where are we? We are at the third floor. Okay. Of my compound, which is, it has nine floors. Okay. Yeah. Yes. It yeah. is the hospital building. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I was unsure if someone mentioned that. So yeah, no, it is. It is the Umio Hospital building. Mm -hmm. uh, that yes, from pharmacist to pharmacist in three easy steps. Woo! <laughs> 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 uh, so the the glass uh, the glass doors uh, swing open from the staircase, and we see Bright Spider all regal looking. I assume, mm -hmm. uh, oh. and Fluffy Betty all. Fluffy Betty looking. <laughs> the best description ever. Yeah. Walk in as, uh, like, Cindy, you've had a little moment to set set this meeting up. Yes. So what is it? What do they see when they get in? When they get in, they see me sitting behind my desk. And there's two couches. Yeah. Right in front of the desk and a small table. And there's a girl there setting the table with some snacks okay and uh, this girl she doesn't seem to be that old but she's like maybe 19 looks to be 14 though um, okay and when they come in they don't see her front they yeah. just see her back so they're quite startled to find out that when she turns around she's only got one eye 
Mm. And in place of the other eye, there's a flower. Oh, wow. Okay. And it looks to be weirdly alive. Okay, then. Weird flower girl. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so so she she turns around. Do does the weird flower girl have a name? Yes. Uh, her name is Hellebore, which is also a poisonous flower that blooms in the middle of winter. Wow. I mean, yes. <laughs> right? Very apocalypse word. Should you grow a poisonous flower in your unprotected eye socket <laughs> asking for a friend? <laughs> asking for a hellebore? Uh, so hellebore turns around and then looks at you, Cindy, and is like, your guests are here. Thank you, hellebore. You're dismissed. She curtsies and walks out of the room. Yes. I forgot to mention she's also golf ball's niece. Oh. <laughs> yes. The golf ball, the man played by the late and great Alan Rickman in the <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Sure. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, so you walk in, I guess. Like she, mm. she excuses herself as she like squeezes past you on the way out. Hi. Welcome. You may take a seat. Ooh, love me some snacks. You're such a kind hostess. Thanks. Bright Spider will, of course, take a seat and help himself to whatever biscuits survive the apocalypse. <laughs> I didn't say you could eat. Just kidding. Your sense of humor is impeccable. Thanks. Uh, I know. But I digress. I came here with um, my dear associate because I believe you and I have some interests in common. Oh. Oh, don't give me that look. As it stands, uh, well, you know that me and uh, a certain individual over by Nidala Lake haven't always gotten along so well. Which one is that? Uh, the one with a penchant for burning people and demanding everybody everybody participate. Oh, you mean that one hot dude in that really nice red suit? Yes. What is it? What's his name again? Uh, Kent. It's 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 not Kent, no. but it's, maybe it's you're Ken. Ken? It's yes. Ken. Yes. Oh no. <laughs> you were oh. misinformed. Hmm. It's okay. Someone with your brain. Yeah, I understand. You're right. I have so many things to think about. I can't memorize everybody's name unlike you. Um, but, yeah, petty bickering aside, mm. I believe I have something you want. You? Something I want? Mm -hmm. Fluffy Betty, what is this about? I don't know. Well, I do know, but I think he can tell you. I think that would work better. Mm -hmm. Well, as I'm sure you're aware, people have gotten a bit rowdy over in Walidham. And there is a reason behind it. Sorry, your slow talking makes me fall asleep. Can you hurry the fuck up? Get to the point. I don't have all day. I'm sorry. I just want to reinforce what a lovely hostess you are. Mm -hmm. uh, but, um, like I said, childish bickerings aside, I'm afraid I must have stuttered the previous time. As it stands, they're a bit rowdy over in Olidham. Do you know why? Maybe. Why don't you tell me? Well, that would defeat the purpose of this exercise, wouldn't it? No. Just tell me. Well, fair enough. Since I am feeling so very kind in return for your admirable hospitality... I wouldn't call you kind, but yes, go on. It's okay, I already did. But uh, as it stands, they have received a... Well, they've gotten their hands on some pieces. That... Are you talking about the guns? The yeah. new guns that haven't been touched by... Whatever the fuck is going on in this world. So you did know. My suspicions were confirmed. Oh, 
such a clever I know cookie. everything. Don't but call me cookie. I'll All right. Well, a little misguided child of fire. Do you know how they got a hold of them? I'm not answering that. I'll take that as a no. I didn't say no. The thing is, I do. You do? I do. How do I know this is not just some sick joke, just like your cult? Um, because if I thought it was humorous to go ahead and put myself in a situation that warranted my death, I wouldn't be here already. Or still. Mm. Yeah, you were lucky about that. Mm. Very fortunate. I figured maybe you and I could come to a little agreement. A handy piece of information in exchange for a bit of brutish assistance. And what does this brutish assistance require? Uh, well, uh, your aid in the removal of Ken. 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 As in the hot dude in the red suit. Red suit. Exactly. As in the dude that's providing everyone here with heat. Well. As in the dude who's actually allowing us to have heat inside and not be camping outside. As in the dude who's sacrificing people. Do you have five more monikers and I can finish my biscuit? Or are you done? I can go... You know what? Just get to the point. Uh, I am. Uh, yes, that dude. He has been um, transgressing on what one could perceive as formal. In short, he has been um, doing a certain number of things to eliminate my wonderful enlightened children. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, the thing is, as I'm sure you can understand, him possessing an ability to just remove anyone he wants is wonderful until one would find themselves on the negative side. I don't know. I've never been on that side. Yet. Mm-hmm. Well... Yeah. I, nah. Mm. All right. Assume this. He removes me and everyone who shares in the truth. He removes you, and everyone's happy. Exactly. Wonderful. Everyone's very glad. And then he realizes he can do this to a lot of people. Power, after all, begets both respect and fear. And then he can start making more demands than he already makes. So that you're scared of him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Does that shock you? No. Exactly. Because I know you. You're the scaredy cat. Ah. <sighs> I have yet to understand how they put a four-year-old in charge of this operation, but... And I have yet to understand how someone your age is fooling around with some st stupid truth about the cold and enlightened children and... What, what do you think you are? Jesus? Messiah? Stop it. I'm afraid I don't know what either of those w names mean, but that aside... I'm offering you a chance to help in exchange for information on where shiny new guns for your little army can be found. Before I agree to anything, I want to know how you plan on killing Ken. Well, I think a gun will suffice. You think a gun will suffice? Does it not work on most people? Do you... You know what? Do you have a plan B? Uh... If a gun doesn't work, or if I can't kill him. Do you have a plan B or not? Um, 
a plan B besides killing him? No. I can see why you need my help in this. Mm, exactly. I am helpless without you, whatever yes, would you I do are. without you. Yes, you are. So, would you be so sweet as to assist me? Is Fluffy Betty, are you in this? Yeah. Is Francois? Yeah. Well, relatively. Bright Spider just looks at her after he specifically said, no one can know of my involvement, and then thinks just like, the ship has sailed, play it cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Francois said that he didn't want to get involved. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine. Yes, it's, only, it's only Cindy Sweet Who in knows? here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You yeah. can be trusted, so. Exactly, Francois likes me. Like Cindy. <laughs> Obviously. Anyway, carry on. Yeah. Then, for the sake of Francois and Betty, I'm in. You are too kind. Um, yes, I am. Yes. Uh, I would like to get this particular operation underway as soon as possible. I'm sure you understand why, with uh, all the nonsense our dear Ken is getting up to. And therefore, well... Pray tell. What nonsense, except the sacrifices he's getting up to? Oh, he has found some manner of igniting fires on into other people, well... At a distance, without any direct touch required. I'm sure you've run into a few people who seem to be boiling on the inside. You have. It's it's a yeah. problem that's spreading through mm-hmm. your compound. A, a big part of your compound. <laughs> Got it. Yes, I have. Yes, that. It is quite lethal. Uh, so far, nigh impossible to cure. And, well... I do believe you are under. You should be able to understand why a certain measure of fear is, well, healthy. I see your point. The only fear I have is the fear of hell of the people in my compound. I don't fear Ken. Uh, semantics aside, how long can it take until you have your wonderful band of brigands ready to assist us? Give me. A few hours, maybe? A few hours. That can be arranged. And uh, I presume we'll meet somewhere in the vicinity? How about we meet at the Raven? That can be done. Oh, uh, one more thing. After this has been, you know, handled, mm-hmm. uh, someone will have to be running the pumps over at the heating plant. Yeah. Are you... Come now, Cindy. You are a clever, well, not cookie, so let's just say you're clever. I'm sure you can figure out what I'm implying. You want me to run the pumps? N- no. I intend no? to run the pumps. I thought that's what we, what you were implying, for me to run the pumps, because it sounded like it. And, you know, I'd be more than happy, and that's exactly what you implied, so thank you. I'm afraid I'll have camo on it. I'm afraid that's a no-go. Too late. Really? Because I do believe the purpose on this is you getting something in return, and the moment you now betray the deal, before the deal has even started, suddenly the deal is no longer relevant, and you lose the insight as to what's actually causing the plague, and... Fair point. I see what you're getting at. But just a question. Why would you run the pumps? The pumps that, you know, the the heat is going through. When Mm. you are a cult leader... Standing for the frozen of this. First of all, cult is a slur. I do not appreciate it. Second of all, uh, come now, Cindy. I thought you knew the rhetorics we employ. 
The heat, the fire, it must be a willing sacrifice. Taking something away from the populace is nothing. If I run the pumps and then I cut them, well, first of all, I will be stopped. Second of all, I achieve nothing. It is in my interests to ensure that everybody is on the same page first, and considering how silly my little cult is, that is never possible, is it? So, no threats? As long as you get me the guns, you can do whatever. It's a deal. Yes. The screen shows, a couple of hours later, Vavin. Also, Jesus Christ, the fucking, you can cut the tension between the two of you with a butter knife. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was going to say I zoned out, but not really. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fluffy Betty's just sleeping in the corner. <laughs> Fluffy Betty's like, when when guns? Yes, like, are we getting to the guns or not? Like, like today, like, please. Yes. God. So we hear the sounds of several tents. Like, how big is your army? It's like 60 people, right? 69. 69 people, yeah. And so together with, now that the the cult has experienced some growth in the in the last little while, uh, we see maybe around a hundred people in total uh, standing out in the. Yeah, yeah. He has a lot of cult members. I will say, not the full might of the cult is not gathered okay, for this particular. So then, assault. maybe there's like 80, 85 people there. Sounds, in total. sounds more reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And some cult members are, as stated, members of the army. Yes, so there's a bit this of is true. <laughs> this is true. Shame. Uh, Scary. So, um, so yeah, we see we see this large gathering. Some people armed and dangerous. Some people in robes with potato sacks over their heads. Mm-hmm. The faithful congregation. <laughs> exactly. Bright Spider will uh, more or less have led a little mass. I will have spoken to the faithful, you know, invigorating them for the upcoming... Uh, well, charge. Do you want to try to speak truth to a mob? I I don't think that's required in this situation. No. No. Okay. So um, instead he will just he will just remind them of the true way and how blessed they are for knowing the truth. You know, mm. cult leadership. Cindy, what are you doing? I am standing in front of my army with camo alongside me. Yeah. And um talking to the army, telling them about what's going on. Like, do you want me to do a speech? I am angling for a speech, yes. <laughs> because there's a there's a dice roll involved in this as well. So uh-huh. I'm angling for a speech here. Okay. Dear army, we are gathered here today to settle the issue, not just with the disease, but also with everything else that's happening. I know you guys blowed off some steam with whatever you're doing in the slums, thanks to Camo. But today, we're actually going to get everything under control. We're going to get new weapons. And you say new weapons, and there's like a murmuring in the crowd. And we're like, whoa, new weapons. What what do you mean? What are you talking about? We've got information about some new weapons. Weapons that are way powerful than anything else because they have not been touched by the Is by the frost and we are gonna go get them and and people are like like shearing and there's like fuck yes coming and yeah people people seem pretty riled up and camo is just like nodding like you did have this under control and cindy's like obviously hey fluffy betty what are you doing 
I'm not sure actually. I think I'll be just patiently waiting because I know what I'm gonna do and they have to like get their crowd under control. Right. So you're not really involving your. Are you involving yourself in the crowd? No, not at all. Not at all. No. Okay. No, no, no. Why would I? All right. Well, so so where where are you when this is happening? I'm close by, but I'm also I'm not necessarily on the sidelines. I can hear it all. But I don't necessarily have to be part of it. Yeah. Because I understand what's going on. I don't have to, you know, cheer with them. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're standing there and and you f- you feel a tap on your shoulder. So like the Cindy has finished her speech. Everyone's like riled up. I uh, Camo is starting to like, because I assume you've informed Camo and she's taking over the like, the the, the like. Okay, we're going there. We're doing the, like all that. Yes, stuff. she's taking commando because Cindy doesn't have time. To give instructions, and she is also eager to get away from the speeches. Yeah. So, so camo. We hear camo in the background as you suddenly get a tap on your shoulder. Uh huh. I turn around. It's, it's our favorite man. It's Rolf Ball. Hey. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hi. Hey. You're not. You're not joining in. You're not hyped for these new guns. No, I've seen them. You, you've seen them. Well, not all of them, but yeah. What 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 are they like? Cool. And, and like his his eyes light up. He's like, yeah, cause cause you know I got my hands on this sweet new machete, but I assume it's it's nothing compared to these guns, right? Nothing is anything compared to guns. Mm. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> he like he like slaps you on the shoulder like appreciatively of that. He's like, well, so here's the thing, Cindy is leading us into this battle. We're going to get those guns, but here's what I think. When we were out raiding earlier, Cindy stepped in and she fucking cock-blocked us so hard. How annoying. Yeah. Yeah. And now, suddenly, she's going to be like, let's go get these guns. But what's to say that when we get these guns, she just won't just take all the guns or like distribute them to the general population or whatever the fuck. Uh Uh-huh. You're saying... I'm saying we follow Cindy, we get the guns, and then we get the guns. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of an I get the gun mm. situation. Don't you? Oh, come on, Fluffy. No. You you don't even want to share? Not even one gun? No. No, I'm not good at sharing. No. Oh. But, you know, you only no is a no, but maybe. We can make it a maybe. You only have two arms. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Oh, well, well, we'll see when the moment comes. I yeah. just wanted to let you know. Yeah, thank you. There's been some I talks. Appreciate it. Yeah. 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 I can I can work with this. All right. Well. Yeah, thanks. Let's go fuck up the f- uh, the water treatment plant, huh? Why not? Best day as any. And <laughs> Do any of you have something you want to do, or should we just go to fuck up the water treatment plant? Fuck uh, it up. First, I will just step up briefly to Fluffy Betty Jr. and say, so about that maybe gun we mentioned earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why I does everyone want my guns? They're my guns! <laughs> get away! You'll get it back. It's not like I have any power to keep your guns from you. No, of course not, obviously. And we are going into a situation where I'd rather not die, and if you want that favor back, you know, the one you are betting on me surviving to have, it becomes a lot easier to pay it back if I'm alive, which is a lot higher chance if I have a gun. Yes. 
But if you don't know what to do with it, is it not just a risk for us? I've used a gun before. Oh. There is the bullet end, and you point it at people, and you pull the trigger. Ah, uh-huh, so you know what a trigger is. Mm. Wow. Applause. <sighs> the amount of <laughs> sass between these people, I swear <laughs> to God. But yeah, I have one lying around, or not really lying around, but for this occasion, you can borrow one. You are too kind. I know, I know. It's one of my many flaws. Upon receiving the gun, Bright Spider is going to head back towards the rest of his army and roll his eyes so hard they almost pop out of (laughs) my sockets. (laughs) He is so tired of both these individuals. I am also so annoyed for having to give away a gun. Oh my god. It's the most annoying thing ever. (laughs) They're your guns. Yes, guys. Why has no one understood this yet? Basic rules. All right. So, shall we fuck up the plant? Let's do it. Oh, words, yes. So the battle drums are sounded as the army marches through the snow, through the ruins of downtown, all the way up through the torn area of Tomtebu, and we see in the distance this massive hulk of steel and metal spewing flames through tubes and pipes bordering uh, Nidala Lake. It is a giant construct of steel and stone before you, and you know that inside of there are Ken's Chosen and the big man himself. Hundreds of large metal pipes lead out through this building, crawling through the forest floor like worms. As we see you approach, stepping over them, the army gathered. What's happening? Bright Spider is more or less going to try to lead just like a frenzied charge against the fort. (laughs) Okay. With the with the army, if if they join in, but he's not going to. Well, I'm not going to extend myself. So there's 15 cultists running at them, and then 69 armed dudes behind, just like good luck, guys. <laughs> okay, so um, is this the point where you speak truth to a mob to get them to be an army for you, or are they already an army? They they're already an army. Your cult already yeah. has army stats. Th- this is no. I, pre- I presume they were one to begin with if they had uh, signed up for this. What I'm asking is, on your character sheet, is there anything that states uh, your cults like harm, armor, anything like that? Uh, no. Then they are not an army. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh, no. We're having uh, trouble, But guys. with your speak truth to a, to a mob, you can make them into one. Okay. Well, then I, I assume my... My choice is pretty evident on this one, isn't yeah. it? Otherwise, I brought 15 <laughs> civilians with sacks to watch uh, watch a fight. Yeah. I step up in front of my, my sack-clothed chosen. <clears throat> Children of the Frost, the hour has finally come where we demonstrate our devotion to the higher purpose we see your flock some of them standing like weapons drawn and ready others clutching arms with large boiling uh, with large boils uh, like clearly in pain as they listen like subserviently to you you have all seen the miracles that the cold can offer you have all been gifted by its divine touch And we see here the bastion of those who would defy us, those who would seek to silence the truth because it scares them. After all, were we misguided, they would not have any reason to try and stop us. So I ask you now, prove your devotion. 
prove the gifts that we have been given and take up arms for the hour of reckoning is nigh roll that roll that is going to be a seven sweet so do you what do you get you get like one hold i get one hold and one of the holds is unite and fight for me as a gang <laughs> yes that's the one mm-hmm. so you say this and they all like sh- shout out in sheer like weapons drawn and camo just looks over to the army and goes like yeah uh, what wh- what he said <laughs> <laughs> And I assume this is the part where we, we make the charge. Mm-hmm. Hey, Fluffy Betty, are you participating as a, as a soldier in this charge? Or are you standing back? I think I'm going more for the standing back part. But okay. just to, like, not get in the way. Yeah? Yeah. But okay. I'm definitely there. Yeah. So um, I want you individually to attack with your armies. Mm-hmm. So to attack with an army... You, like, what you're doing here is you're going to try to exchange harm and where it cease, you're ceasing by force is what you're doing here. Because you're trying to take over the facility with this army. So, I need both of you to roll plus hard and for your individual armies. What did you get? Seven again. Oh, sweet. What did you get, Cindy? It's plus hard, right? Yeah. So I got ten. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So we're getting this. So on on a ten, you get you get to choose three out of these four options. This this is what happens with your part of the army, right? Okay. Do you inflict terrible harm on your enemy? Do you suffer little harm yourself? Do you take definite and undeniable control? Or do you impress, dismay, and frighten your enemy? You get to pick three out of those four. So which one do you not want? Can you say them again? So your options are to deal extra damage, take less damage yourself, take control of the situation, which is what you want. Like, that's the end goal here. So, or impress, dismay, and frighten. I think I'm going to go with uh, take control of the situation. Yeah, and which one are you not picking? Because you got a 10 plus. You get to pick three out of these four. Oh, uh, then I'm not picking. I don't want to be harmed. You're not picking the... You're n- you, you are taking harm. One of the options is to not take as much harm. One of no. the options is to deal extra harm. One of the options <gasps> is to take control. And one of the options is to frighten and scare. So y- one of those does not happen. Okay, I don't take as much harm. Yeah. And I take control of the situation. And which which other one? Do I get to choose three now? You, I've it's been three <laughs> all along. Ah, uh, oh. Um is this another thing I want? Yes. Oh, then I scare my enemy. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So okay. the thing you don't do is you don't deal additional damage here. Yes. Yeah. On a seven to nine you get to choose choose two of these, uh, Bright Spider, for your cult followers. Mm. My darling children are going to take less harm, and can they also take control of the situation? Or is that yes, that yes. would that would imply that they are actively participating in the yes. control taking here. Then uh, less harm and take control. Okay, so how much harm does your gang deal? Two. 
How much harm does your gang deal? Two. Two. All right. So in this, none of you. Uh, so so what happens here is this: the armies charge both the cult followers and the the actual army. And as you approach the gates, fire pits start opening up in the ground, swallowing people as they are charging through. We hear the screams and the singed of burning flesh as the armies advance forward. And we hear a man standing on, a, on the parapet of the like water treatment plant shout a retreat as bullets start flying and your gangs have each taken harm as you charge you charge up and let's see what harm for gangs when gangs take harm so your gang has uh, the the cult followers don't have any armor right they do not we wear sackcloth does the does the army have armor Yes, plus one. Great. So for the army, there are many injuries, several serious, and a couple of fatalities. For the cult followers, there are widespread injuries, many serious, and several fatalities. So as these armies charge up, we just see, because these are all like NPCs basically getting swallowed by fire. You, you charge the gate and, and manage to like get a... We see Camo getting a hold of the gate. And she just looks back as we see maybe like 10, 15 people in total have been swallowed up by these fire pits around. But the people on the inside have called a retreat. And have retreated deeper into the facility. And you have gained secure hold of the outside. What do we see as, like, Camo shouts out that, like, position taken. It's clear. Do I first? Yeah, I, I mean, do you? Is that what we see? I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Because I have seen the people swallowed. Yeah. And I just don't go there. <laughs> Obviously. Right? And yeah. I just enter in the facility. Yeah. Just to also kind of know what i'm at because i have no idea where i'm at yeah so i think the the final thing we see for this episode then is like through the smoke and the singe that has come from the basically the charge outside we see fluffy betty stepping through the smoke gun in hand absolutely and i assume like bright spider and cindy you are with you are with her Mm -hmm. no Mm -hmm. no cindy's not there no she's just She's not in the facility. She's just like right outside the door. Yeah. Looking really shocked at like the fire pits and the members she's lost. Yeah. That's, yes, she's heartbroken. Yeah. Bright Spider is nowhere to be seen. He is at the front with the cult. He he is leading the way a religious fanatic does. Okay. <laughs> so you, you were, did you participate in the charge then? Uh, he, he participated. He is. He believes currently that without the without his assistance, the cult is going to shatter and flee. He, like he leads from like the back, but he's with the group, so to speak. Okay. Uh, so you take one less harm than your gang took. So you take two harm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Ow. Uh, and I need you to make the harm roll. All right. 
you want as l- this is the only one you want as low as possible on. Well, that's gonna be a bad twelve then, isn't it? Oh my god! Ouch! <laughs> so so here's what we see, right? We see Fluffy Betty like stepping into the fort, gun in hand, ready to like take control of the situation, and then we just cut out. And we see, because I think on a 12, you are, like, knocked out. Mm-hmm. Uh, more or less. Let's, let's see nice. here. On a <laughs> 10 plus. Oh, I get to choose. No. So we see you, and you have led from the front. The cult members are, like, have died left and right. And we just see a bright spider also walk into the fort. And your entire side, like, big parts of your robes have burned off. And it is a lot worse than you thought. You take another harm. Mm-hmm. So you are at three harm as you also enter the facility with what remains of your cult. Yep. Dang. And with that... But you had a gun. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Problem is, when you're attacking someone who's defending with magic, there's not a lot to shoot at. Yeah. And Told with that, you. we wrap up today's episode... Join us next time as we see what happens on the inside of Ken's facility. Thank you so much for listening. In the meantime, I have been your game master, Jakob Savstin. And with me, I've had... Verona. Alexander. And Jalda. Thanks for listening. Bye! Bye! Bye. You've been listening to Dicey Performance, which is a part of the Umeå Theatre Company and Umeå Folkuniversitetet. This episode is edited by Jakob Sävsten, engineered by Lynn Olsen, managed by Joanna Velosa, art is by Vincent Ekvall, and PR is by Alex Rader. And the project manager is Jakob Sävsten. You can follow us on Instagram at Dicey Performance, on Twitter at Dicey Perform, and to follow us on YouTube, simply follow that link in the description. Thank you so much for listening.